I, I, that was our first ever uh, episode of Internal Affairs where everyone got to hear the intro as it happened. Oh, and so there good. was a very physical reaction. Captain, we've exited the time stream. Yeah, I wish I could communicate to you guys the uh, physical... It was just almost... It was a small dance party in here for about 30 seconds. Uh, I'm Nick Robinson. I'm the host of Internal Affairs. I am an intern at Whiskey Media, and so are these guys. Hey. Hey, these guys. Hey. These guys include Ben Pack. Hey. These guys also include Matt Kessler. Hey. And the fourth guy is also Steve hey. Buscemi. Hey. Oh, yeah. oh, it's not really him. You're right. Uh. Fooled you. Ha. <laughs> Zing. Um, so in this week's episode, I've decided to mix it up. I feel like it's getting a little bit stale, so I'm going to auto-tune somebody's voice. I haven't. Decided. But we don't know who's getting auto-tuned. That's true. Um, it's going to be oh somebody. Oh God! Though. I hope it's me. I don't know that you would sound. I you don't have a lot of. So you don't have a lot of range. Me. I don't know if it would be that. Oh, well, that's not really true. Annoying. I'm a tenor. I'm a tenor. Don't don't. Uh, yeah, high pitched voices. If, if you could get. If, How low do you want me to go? How low? Because I do can you need me to perform my rendition of Roxanne. By the police. That would be pretty good. Can you do that real quick? Just yeah. like keep it in under 30 seconds. But okay. yeah. You don't want to get sued. Hi, I'm Sting, and this is my song about Roxanne. She's Perfect. a lady. Nope. Already <laughs> got nowhere to go but down. That was so good. Um, guys, what, sh- what you been doing in the office? Is that our segment? What you been doing? <laughs> what you been doing in the office? Only if you have like a, like our, what did the hi-hat symbols? Or... Yeah, I think. What's been doing in the See, I think the hi hats were implied. Um, Kessler, you're very talkative today, so I'm going to start with you. What have you been doing lately? Eh. <laughs> eh. Great. You set me up for that joke. There's got to be something. Yeah. You- uh, let's see. It's not really. Um, it's a lot of stuff that I, I don't actually think we can talk about, really. Ooh. You, well, <clears throat> I guess since we last talked, I, I put my review last week and my quick look. But mostly than that, we've been doing a lot of planning, mm, doing a lot of planning. doing a lot of secret stuff. Secret stuff. Like scary secret. Scary stuff. secret so stuff. I cannot. We can't get any more specific than that. But I, I, I can only say that I'm terrified, and we're terrified, and you will be terrified. But yeah, it's mostly a lot of secret stuff. Uh, yeah. The winds they are a changing. You're just doing blowing. Intern. The winds they are a changing. That famous Bob Dylan song. That's right. <laughs> They are a change in. So yeah, nothing you can really openly talk about. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, no, I'm. I, I, well, I guess I guess I can try saying that I'm. Like, what fills I'm, your day, Matt? Like, what do you do for it? Playing video today? games. Well, that's the thing. I I may be delving into the back catalog a little bit mm. uh, because it's. I mean, if you've looked at mm. a release calendar over the next, basically until Madden, until like the the late. Like the third week of August, it's really slow right now for video games. I fucking hate every year. I'm just like, man, I have nothing to play until Madden First comes world out. World problems. <laughs> nothing to play until Madden comes out. It's like, man, I, I, I just need my Bengals, man. Where are my Bengals at? They're in Madden. Is that a Madden team? I think just, so. I think they play the New York, New the Jersey Philadelphia Madden Bengals versus <laughs> the San Diego Padres. All right, so that was a really long no. Then you Your haven't been doing Dallas anything. Your Um. But yeah, I'm delving into the back catalog and doing a few of the games that um, that might still be interesting for a review that could stand up a few months after they've come out, like hmm. Yakuza Four. Ooh, yeah. So I'm. That I'm was being, a really specific example, right? Because <laughs> that's your only example. Because that's the game. Well, there are other examples that, but I'm going to see if I can get Yakuza Four done this week. How many of cool. them? How many other, other examples have shirtless Japanese men? 
I guess, well, I guess Geralt of Rivia isn't really shirtless. Well, he's shirtless, but he's not really tattooed. Hey, Steve. Hey. Whoa. Oh, Woke you up going? there, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> what have you been doing? I've been doing a lot of a lot of planning, a lot of scary planning God as damn well. damn it, you guys. What yeah, are we going to talk about? I know. I know. these secrets. Yeah. Oh, Vinny asked me to edit a marketing video for uh, the Adult Swim thing that happened oh, or word. whatever. So, yeah, I'm just going to look over that giant, giant file uh, and then just cut something up for Mike Tatum and uh, so he could present to a bunch of people. And stuff. Word. So, Have just, you been editing anything internally? Huh? Right? Uh-huh. No, but editing anything <laughs> for... Fake ass You're not funny. You're <laughs> off the stage. Hecklers. <laughs> Matt Heckler in the office today. <laughs> wow. Um, have you been editing anything for a giant bomb? Still doing the I Love Mondays? Yeah, I'm doing the I Love Mondays. Uh, we record those and edit those on Thursdays. Really? Yeah. I feel like I've seen you work on those. Sometimes, on- no. On Fridays, it's it, it depends. It mm-hmm. depends on if we're running late, if uh, the script is done, things like that. So. Yeah, it's something I never thought about until I got here, but... Ryan has to write a script for every I Love Mondays. It's awesome. Like I'll be, yeah. I'll walk by his desk I and I'll like be it. like, I'll see that he'll have text edit open and he'll be chipping away at an I Love Monday script, and I'm just like, oh damn, that's something right. that someone has to write at some point. These things don't emerge out of the air, though. Initially, they did. It sounds like a lot of that early video content, a lot of it was improvised. Oh, I thought Monday. you were saying that a lot of it emerged out of the air. Like, no, yeah, oh yeah, and the, the air coalesced and cumulonimbus, mm-hmm. and then voila, uh-huh. there was a script. <laughs> Tell me more about clouds. It's where you play video games and save games. Hey, Ben. Also, there's a pony hey. city full of unicorns. Hey, Ben, what have you been doing? Pegasi. Bioshock Infinite's in the sky. That's right. Do you oh, you've play been, that game on the You've cloud? been working on Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell us I more about it. I'm wrapping up the What's Bioshock Ken Infinite? Levine really like? I like to think he's like that picture of him in in San Francisco looking into the distance, but he's mm. like that all the time. It's Does like he, the picture of the portrait of Dorian Gray. Over there. Has he ever, I just found he it. Do is, is Ken Levine ever clean shaven or does he, uh, no, does he have that scruffy he's, beard? He's, he's, on that per, he's on that perpetuous double tip that uh, looks so good. I'm into that. He's he's you know, he's got that self hating torture within him. That's what drives his game. It's right? a, you're saying it's like a guilt beard. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It's not <laughs> like a grief beard. No, that's a guilt beard. A guilt beard is a guilt beard. A, a grief beard is a full beard. A guilt beard is just stubble. A right. grief oh, beard okay. can be stubble. Uh, what's his name in Heavy Rain? Heavy Rain. Have a full beard. Oh, you mean the sole example of a, of a grief beard? Oh, there's Sam oh, Fisher. There's uh, one more. There was like three or four. Oh, yeah. Sam Fisher rocked four. that grief beard bef- until they yeah, came out. Yeah, Sam walked that grief. He walked that grief train. Walk the grief train. Come on, ride the grief train. I love that movie, Midnight Grief Train. So scary. Ben, what have you been doing? Well, not Midnight Grief Train. I'm trying to move it forward, Ben. Will you tell me what you've been doing? Throw Mama off the grief train. (laughs) Or that great Ozzy Osbourne song. Kessler, what did we just talk about? I'm auto-tuning the shit out of you. I'm auto-tuning your volume down to zero in this episode. (laughs) Ben, what have you been up to? We worked on that Adult Swim thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, tell us about that. Oh, my Steve God. We didn't stay for that. You guys were up till midnight. We were in the That's office so until late. about 1 a.m. That's yeah. so late. Um, Who stays up past midnight for any reason? I'm in bed by 9.30. Adult Swim viewers and two giant bomb intense. Yeah, but that's because they're high on the drugs. Yeah. Um, basically, what what happened? What was the process for that? Uh, well, what we did was we were asked if we wanted to stay late. I mean, I was kind of planning on staying late for it anyway, but Ethan was like, hey, do you, we, I need two interns to stay late and help out for this. Um, so we did. We hung out at the office after hours, waited for the, I think it was like a midnight showing on the East Coast. With right. It was a, it was a, it was, it's 9 a.m. It's, or 9 it's 9 p.m. p.m. debut on the. For the midnight showing on the East Coast and then the midnight showing on the West Coast. Right. Two and shows. so it, the stream started at about 
nine? No, it started a little earlier because they, they had to show all that footage that Matt Roy did well, with no, some the, of the stars. See, so here's the thing. The show actually aired at 12.15. So what we did, our 12.15 East Coast time, 9.15 arc time. So 9 p.m. rolls around. We start the live stream. Um, we show Rory's interview and all that. Um, oh, it was like 8.30, I think. Yeah. Because they, they, they talked and stuff. Oh, right, yeah. It started the interviews alone are like 15, 20. Almost 20 minutes. It's like 15 minutes combined, I think. Um, 20 so, minutes of Matt Rory getting the name wrong. Oh, no, 20 minutes name. of Matt Rory getting, N-T-S-D, like, straight heckled. F-U-D-S-D. Martin Starr is, like, he looks like the funnest interview ever. In Also, Matt Rory manages to find a puppy. Yeah, how does yeah. he do that? As Where? Nick said, he's a dowsing rod for puppies. Yeah, I, I describe Matt Rory as a puppy dowsing rod. Like he, he steps outside up. and he just he just senses all animal yeah, life. It's, it's like spider no, not all spider not senses. all animal life. All puppy life. Well, how can he distinguish between puppies and... Du- I mean, do you think... Look, I don't know the nature of his deep, dark power, Matt. I'm just telling you how it works. I just don't want to know how much blood he has to drink. Ten. Ten blood. Ten blood? Yeah, that's, ten blood. That's so, a lot. Um, we basically, what, what me and um, Ben did was we man... There were, there were a lot of Skype callers calling in and answering trivia to win signed copies of Children's Hospital on DVD. And so we kind of... That's kinda, a good show. We kinda, it is a good show. We helped out um, with, with all that. We helped out with taking Skype calls and, and all that behind-the-scenes business. Um, the weird thing about it, though, is that there was a gap. Like, after the, the 9 o'clock our time showing, we had to wait three hours for the West Coast showing because there were two live shows... Um, and so we kind of just hung out at the office and made stupid videos. They made, like, two weird quick look things. Oh, yeah, they did, like, these two weird live quick looks that I don't think are ever going to go up. So if you didn't see them... What were they of? I didn't uh, see them. One was of da- Dave's roguelike game. And, and the other was of Stronger. And one Rick. was Flight Sim. Yeah. yeah. Not, the, oh. not the quick look that's live on the site. No, this was a different one. And, and it was a different quick look of Dungeons Vinny. of Dreadmore? No, it wasn't Dungeons and Dreadmore. It was, it was like, a different roguelike? There are more than one? <laughs> there are like three. Damn it! I wonder, um, if, I wonder if that stuff's up on Justin TV. Because it's, it's really... That, that, that landing they did, that plane landing they did, is um, one of the most emotional moments I've ever seen here at Whiskey Media. I tried a Go Girl energy drink. Oh, yeah. Well, I bought those energy drinks. Hold on. I yeah. went to the store. Oh, I had your Go Girl. Specifically, you had a sugar-free Go Girl. That was all they had. It was delicious. It was all they, I I'm heard. with Ben a, on this did one. Did you feel energized? I felt energized. I got my body right. Did you feel like a woman? I felt like a strong, powerful woman. His, which is how I feel. His skin is right. softer. Touch his skin. Touch my skin. I want to touch, touch your it. skin. Emails. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to dip into one email real quick and then get back to what we were talking about. Because there was a guy asking us, a, uh, a Swedish man. Um, Michael Racist. was asking if Bonjour. <laughs> he was asking oh, if we was, he wants us to start <laughs> testing drinks because Giant Bomb doesn't do that anymore. Um, and so here's the thing about that: during like in between those two live shows, uh, me and Ben shot a video, a Robinson review um, of us drinking these weird drinks. I went out and I found like a can of hyphy at some weird like head shop down the street. Um, and it turns out Giant Bomb has actually already tested every energy drink in the world, so there's kind of no need for us yeah, to do it. Like, there's, there's nothing Have they left. tested out booty sweat? Yeah, I'm there's sure that photo they're... of Ryan with the God camera. damn it. They got everything. No, we're, we, they... we need to find a different angle for testing. Maybe we can test, like, exotic Chips? dirt. Test the taste and of the cans. tested. I'm shutting down the joke factory. <laughs> there's something wrong with the production Oh, line. God, my arm's caught in the machine. <laughs> Kessler, shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyways. Uh, shalom for your question. 
Yes, thanks for the question. Um, <laughs> is that Nick, Swedish? Wait, Nick, do you want to talk about your special podcast drink that you brought in for every podcast? Yeah, tell yeah. us about the drug you're drinking. I don't yeah, I've never seen this before. Of, yeah, what is this? Tell, all right. Um, I don't know how this happened, but starting with the first episode... Actually, I know exactly how it happened. What the fuck? I was, my first job, week one, was to like uh, go through and organize our storage <laughs> room. And there's all this crazy video game promo shit back there. Um, one guy actually sent us an email asking where like some mailbag stuff goes. I think that was an email. Anyway, someone wanted to know where all the stuff that people send in goes. A lot of that goes in the storage, storage room. We have a storage closet. I, I hope had to, you guys I organize it one day. We have knowing like two that we have a closet. Um, so I was back there and I found like a case of vitamin water and I brought it and put it in the fridge and I tried one and it was really good and that was the same day that I had gotten approval to do this podcast. So I brought it in with me and now I drink it every so week. So you're saying this is psychosomatic? I'm saying if I stop drinking this, I stop being a podcast man. <laughs> you were going to say stop being funny, but then that means you'd have to start. Oh. Wah, 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 wah. Joe Ben's an asshole. Back on the <laughs> <laughs> I know who I'm auto tuning this time. Um, so, uh, everyone feels like they've discussed what they've been doing. Cause um, let's I've, see. I, I'm just thinking. Have we missed anything? You guys were on the happy hour. I, you guys, I did some things. Hey, Nick, what'd you do? Um, Emails. A, a few things, man. I started my Kessler Cam Lemon Lens equivalent. That's right, you... Oh, the Robinson you, Reel. You, the, you, Robinson the Robinson Reel, right. Oh, the Robinson... The real Robinson. The Robinson Reel. Recording. The Robinson the ri- Rumble. The Robinson Riots of, of 2011. <laughs> That's right. It's when there was a back and out room with song. four people in a podcast, and they wouldn't stop yelling unfunny shit out, and he killed them all. It was a very <laughs> so, small riot. It was so racist. <laughs> um, it was a pretty racist riot. Um, the Robinson <laughs> Review is the same thing as Custer Cam and Lemon Lens, so right. if you like those, watch those, because they're that. That's right. um, that was a great pitch, man. It's all of the it. content of the Kessel Camera the Lemon Lens without the wit or the insight or the love or the joy or the happiness. But it has a funny intro. It does have a funny intro. In the sense that I, it I, has Honestly, an intro. I can admit. Like I like the intro. It's it's no it, it's not the Kessler Cam intro because nothing is. Da, 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 da. Well, I mean, I mean that's because Drew is a genius. Yeah, no, like, yeah. no arguing with that. Thanks, Drew. God, I like Drew. God damn it, I like Drew so much. Yes, oh, I really like Drew. God damn Fuck. it, he's got such a great lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joke machine's productivity is at two hundred percent. He does zero yeah. days without a joke accident. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh, the Joe Foreman has never been more pleased. Um, what else? Uh, I, I think the Robinson Review has kind of been the only new development that I've yeah, been involved it's, in it's, here. It sucks Besides all because the secret shit. normally we would have, like, you know, viable things to talk to you about. But, uh, you know, the I guess what we can say to some extent that the interns might be getting a little more responsibility. Ooh. That we may be doing a little more. And I, that's exciting and And scary. in that moment, we were all king turns. <laughs> I remember right. something. Uh, oh. We all played the same video game, which is, like, super rare because we all have really different tastes. That's and, right. I mean, <laughs> it's true. We don't need to talk about it too much, but we all played Bastion, and we really liked we it. We can talk about it a little bit. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, we can, what we if, can get uh, into it. Hey, you guys, how's Bastion? <laughs> um, it's, it, it's really fucking good. Bastion's a fun video game. A, I like playing it. It's a good damn video game. And, and not all of us dude, played it. Dude, you know what I, I like? Played, oh, I, played I thought you didn't That's why I said no, all I of us played it. I didn't finish it, but oh, I played, played it. it. Dude, okay. you know what I like? I like all the words in Bastion. You I like, like the, all the words in that game. Like the written or the spoken? Like, like do you all like just of text? Those... Like, man, I just, I just love text. I hate the voiceover, but I love the text. I love text. If it was just subtitles? I hate the voiceover, but I love watching you walk away. What? Wait, what? <laughs> it, um, yeah, I like all the fucking writing in that game. Like, it, it, it goes without... Ben's still laughing at my weird joke. Um, it's more of a confused laugh. Yeah, I, I didn't say it wasn't. Um, 
I really like all the writing in that game. It's a exceptionally well written. Like like that game is just constantly making me smile because I like the words in it. I mean, it definitely it's a game that owes a debt to the the future Western revision work of something like Firefly and the you know and general fantasy stuff. It's not too far outside of what we expect from steam you know steampunk sort of aesthetics. But the the thing that makes Bastion great is that it is a game without compromises. It is a good video game and it is a good indie game and it's a good game for people who like video games and it's a game with a good story. I finished yeah. that game and started playing it again. Yep, right I away. find myself distracted when I'm playing it by by the huge number of people I know in my personal life who I want to recommend it to. Like when I'm playing I'm just like this is so good. That part Ryan would love and that part like blah. I just I have a list of friends back home who I need to force Bastion on yeah. as soon as I get back there. Yeah, it's a it's a very good video game and uh if you is ain't that, if you ain't on ten idol arenas, you ain't shit to me. Is that what most of you, you guys have mostly been doing outside of the office is playing some damn Bastion? Uh Bastion and Yakuza and a little bit of League of Legends. League of Legends. LOL. What? LOL <laughs> is right. That Monkey King's totally crazy. What? Ramus, he's an armadillo. It's starting to sound like this is our new Dragon Ball Z. At least it's a video game. <laughs> That's <laughs> Dragon Ball Z's been a video game. Oh, uh, I went to the Budokai Tenshi Warriors. I went to the the Bastion release party and got the shit kicked out of me by Patrick Klepek. Yeah, I heard that. He kicks people. Yeah, I heard he's a kicker. He's a fucking kicker. I, he, I mean, he broke your I nose. I got kicked by Jonathan Blow too. Uh, there was a lot of kicking. We were playing this game, uh, Johann Sebastian Joust, which, if you don't know what it is, it's a Copenhagen game collective. Uh, Indie game that doesn't have a screen. And be clear though, we the Copenhagen game you. You have to collective. Watch yeah, just it's a developer. Type. It's not a collective of men in beards and white suits performing games. Some of them have beards. When you think Copenhagen, you think white suits and beards. Yeah, I think of scientists. Um, yeah, basically, I think I think Ben's right. Kind of just, I'm not going to try to describe this game to you. It's basically a physical fighting game. That's all I can really just Google. It's Johan. a double dare physical challenge. It's it's a double you dare. Through through dare it's it's Legends of the Hidden Temple without the silver. You know what? I don't think I realized until after the uh, the I figured out why Johann Sebastian Joust was at the Bastion release party. And it's because the word Bastion is right in the name, and I didn't figure that out until after that happened. Well, it's spelled oh, wrong, right? But it's, it's not spelled wrong. It's spelled wrong. It's not right. It's, it's spelled right. What does Jonathan Blow think of Bastion? I bet he hates it. Oh, I, I talked to him about it a little bit. He, Swery 65 so the, loves the Bastion. Only, yeah. The only reason I was at this uh, thing is because I think I, I like, was I was Greg Kasavin's first interview about Bastion, like w- like back in like 2010, back when I was doing indie game stuff. Um, and, and it was weird how many how many people were there who I feel like I had I, no right to be near. Like like John Blow and Tim Schafer and all them. Um, but John Blow really likes Bastion. I talked to him. About, I talked to um. Ron Gilbert about the writing in Bastion for a really, really? long time. Yeah, what does Ron Gilbert think about the writing in Bastion? He, I would like to know what Ron Gilbert thinks about writing because the the past ten years of video games have not been kind to Ron Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what's weird? I I don't know how I didn't realize this. Maybe this is common knowledge. He works at Double Fine now. Yeah, he he works at Double Fine. He's he, working on he's probably working on some like next wave of downloadable games. I'm guessing. He's, he's I'm probably working on guessing. something. Yeah. I'm I'm totally guessing. No, they just hired him to be around and say funny things. Yeah, Tim <laughs> Schafer. They hired him as a, a, a modern jester. Yeah, Tim Schafer just likes the idea of hiring his old boss. Hey, <laughs> hey Ron. It would just fight him. He fired him, him as an intern. Ron. Now this time, you're getting my coffee. And now, guess what? Guybrush Threepwood, he's no longer a pirate. We're going with my idea. He's a ninja. He's a ninja who fights skeletons. <laughs> And he drinks root beer. I'm shutting the joke factory back down to 100%. I can't shut it all the way down. It's right. still a pretty it's good joke. Um, hey, do you guys want to do some electronic mails? Wow. 
Kessler, because you sang, I'm going to read you this email just for you. You've got to reward that kind of behavior. Uh, this is from Alex. I think we might have taken a question from him before. Thank um, you very much for emailing us, Alex. He says, hey, duders, I feel like this is something I should tiptoe around because just mentioning it might cause the capricious whims of your evil... O- this is long. I'm skipping to the question part. No, t- read it. That was so good. The capricious whims, the capricious of, whims of your evil overlords to pre- prevent it from ever happening again. But I'm interested in how the new strain of actual editorial content from the king turn known only as Kessler and also by several other names came about. <laughs> Did someone finally give you a chance to prove your worth? Will we see reviews and quick looks from equally ranked King Turn Lemon on Giant Bomb or other sites? Will this finally mean that someone on that godforsaken editorial team will review JRPGs without needing to spend 100 hours casting boof on things? Dish, dish. Love the podcast. Kind of hope Matt is there this week, because otherwise this will be an awkward question to answer. Love Mento. <laughs> or Alex, if we're doing the real names. It's still thing. an awkward question to Yeah, answer. but that's a great question. What do you think the answer is, Ben? Uh, <laughs> you're obvious, they're obviously... You threatened them with a knife. That's right. I, I was like, "Hey guys, I want the Japanese shit." I, ben, like, don't. That's not. That's not what happened. It wasn't because knife implies there was craft. It was really a shiv that he had constructed out of his old desk. That wasn't it, a knife. Is more of like a thing that's been made by an artisan. That's right. <laughs> I'm an artisan stabber. Um, oh, I just want to go to the stab shop. So, how much detail can you go into about how, about how that came about? Uh, here's how it came about. Uh, when I was an intern last year, I got to write news stories. And over the course of that, I, I think I've mentioned this before, I wrote a, a review for Monster Hunter Try, and that review was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was a horrible review. I, I but would it showed never... potential. No, it does oh. not. <laughs> it, in fact, it shows a person who seems to uh, not to grasp basic concepts about grammar or the do, interaction between sentences. Do you still have that review? Pro- yeah, somewhere. It's I, in a Google Docs. I'd really Docs. love to see yeah. it. It's, it's just a... It's a review that that is not able to clearly delineate what it is I found compelling about that game. I think I'm a little better at it now, but yeah, at the start of this, um, at the start of this uh, internship, it was something that Jeff was talking about as it was coming in. How maybe I could write some reviews and do some more quick look stuff, and uh, that that so Resident said, Evil, that. and then he said, "No, <laughs> you seen his shit." And then um, he said, oh, I'm going to review Call of Duty. And they're like, okay. That's right. I came in and I said, can I review Mass Effect 3? And Catherine and, said, and sure, Call of Duty. Sure, you can review it on the street for your own $60. And you can't put it up because you're not allowed here anymore. Uh, yeah, I reviewed uh, Resident Evil Mercenaries 3D as a test. And that seemed to go pretty well. And I've done two other reviews since. That's awesome. Yep, it's not, not super exciting. It's basically just... Going in, and they tried me out, and uh, I did it, and it seems to have been going okay, and right. I hope I'll get to keep doing it. Um, username Phantom Virus wants to know, hello, Ben, Nick, Matt, and Steve. I'm first. I'm wondering who is the funniest so intern? Question mark. He knows it's me because he put my name first. You guys are doing a good job, and keep up the great work. Who's the funniest? I feel like, Steve. see, this question is, the way he worded it is so innocuous, but I think he knew that he was, it's this fucking question thermite that he just sent to us. Because he's like, I'm wondering who's the funniest in We're not going to play into his game. We're not going to play your Everyone, fucking game, Phantom Virus. Okay, so well, I we, say it's Kessler, tra- Kessler says it's Lemon, Lemon says it's Nick, and, and Nick says it's I say it's himself. Nick. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Play, Guys, like there's something fiddle. wrong with the joke machine. The, the, the lines are going, we gotta, we gotta take a look at this. It's Let's going haywire. Um, you gotta bring in you guys, corporate. power user Turbo Man has a question for us. Power uh, user Turbo Man? Yeah. Subject, I have questions, you have answers. The email well, is, I, 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 I have that. a fairly good question. A-F-F-A-I-R hyphen L-Y. A fair. Oh, no. Whatever, I'm into it. 
He has a fairly good question for the Internal Affairs Wait, podcast. That means we're, we're having an affair? Yes. When a John, comedy affair. <laughs> I, think, I think all good questions start with these three words. When John Cena <laughs> won the WWE Championship uh, for the first time, he turned uh, the, his, when he won the WWE Championship, he turned the logo of the belt into a spinner to relate to his gangster <laughs> character. If you won the WWE Championship, what kind of design would you uh, add to your belt to reflect your character? Uh, Love, Turbo Man. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to start with Ben because you're the only one of us who might win the WWE Championship. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. In fact, if all this, for some reason, like, you know, Giant Bomb blows up, no one cares about video games. Anymore, I would highly recommend you go to the WWE and just posit yourself as the next king of combat. I was about to say, I'd turn it into a belt, but it's already a belt, isn't it? You should turn it into a headband, just a tiny, <laughs> tiny spinning belt. I'd turn it into an eye patch, or, or turn it into like an, a wristband. Here's what I do oh, I've got a guy. Okay, go ahead. I would turn it into a cell phone. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's it. You go to that's perfect. That's actually great. You go into the ring. It's like, excuse me, yeah. other wrestler. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Can you hear me now? You are doing a terrible job of saying anywhere near that microphone. Uh, yeah. like, like the physical miming you're doing of the wrestler poses. Oh, he, he's, he's a physical actor. That stuff's really good, but it's a podcast. Um, do you have? What would you turn it into? No, I'd be the Verizon man. That'd be my wrestler right. name, and I'd be like, "Can you hear me now?" After I slam and I would them. probably. I'm a first time slammer. I, I think my oh. take on it was that now that I'm the head of the WWE, I'll probably destroy the belt and shatter it and start like this year long sixteen-week tournament to reclaim and reforge the belt. You would cast it into the me. fires of Mount Doom. No, not Mount Doom, or but just, maybe like or Iowa. just break it in half and like the Iowa. Iowa. That's right. I, I want to <laughs> set up a worldwide <laughs> wrestling tournament to reforge the belt and then take me on in the center square. The center square? Yeah, the center square. Oh, the, the, circle, the, the circled square. That's Hollywood square. You've got to beat me at trivia before you can fight me. It's just like Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we should probably... What about well, yeah, you? That's Steve. Yeah, what about you, Steve? Oh, yeah. The question was to turn it into something. Well, yeah. I mean, you get to change the belt, so what do you want change to change the belt? Into? I, don't, I have no idea. See, I don't either, I, I so that's why I skipped me yeah, and Steve. Yeah, yeah. I can nice tell. Yeah. That's, that's so weird. Why are we why, why can't I just ideas? Why can't I just have traditionally, keep it traditionally just a belt? Just the regular belt. That's the most I would turn it into a sandwich and I'd I would turn it into an airplane and I would fly it directly into the arena. Um, I would mount see. it to the front of my car. I would guys, turn it into a horse and ride it into the ring. Do you guys want like a serious question, or yeah, do you totally. guys we want an more. anime vice question? Yeah, uh, we have oh, time for one more. So, so no we, anime vice or serious question? Serious. I vote serious, but you pick. Um, all right. Well, I'm not going to tell you which one this is. This is either going to be the serious vice or the anime serious question. So this is either serious or anime vice. You try to guess which. <laughs> Makoto Mizuhara Sakamoto of anime vice here. Damn it. <laughs> Um, actually, I'm, I am going to skip this one. Um, what, so here's, an, here's nice a, work. There's no name here. Um, what was your favorite slash most remembered game from your childhood? And then he says, here is a photo in all lowercase letters and links to a picture of, of Pee Wee Herman spilling a bunch of gumballs <laughs> on the street. Um, Can I see that photo for some I'll show it to you later. All right. Um, Mystical Ninja Star and Goemon 64. That's your, literally, that's your favorite and, like, most well-remembered game? That's the game that I fucking go, uh, well, it's, it's, that's sort of my, you're not everyone's gonna you know most people a lot of people are gonna say Ocarina of Time Mario sure. 64 that's my kind of one there's that's nothing out worse there. than people going to a well and saying something super obvious and Super Mario World is the other one yeah something super obvious and Super Mario World so, that's right so super if you had to, if you had to pick your one favorite 
Your one favorite is Pac-Man. Pac-Man. No, um, Super Mario World uh, for the SNES. Um, I've played through that game at least twenty times. Word. To right. completion. Well, I think you have to bounce, but bye, Ben. Bye, Ben. Podcast. Ben has to leave. He has to go to a meeting. Hey, and Kessler has to answer this question. What's your favorite game from your childhood? Um, it's super weird for me because I didn't own a console until I was 10. It's super weird for me because I didn't have a childhood. <laughs> I was born at age 21. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I had a good I had a good little ring when I was only getting a game a year. And my first three games were Star Fox 64, Super Mario 64, and Ocarina of Time. Huh. So it's, it's probably between those three. Although, Ocarina of Time... Playing that intro and not expecting anything, having never played a Zelda game before. Damn, that's um, I would not I would not be here in this room had uh, had I not on that magical Hanukkah night put in Ocarina of Time for the first time. Word. Yeah, I, I have a kind of similar situation where I think my parents deliberately uh, kept me like five or six years behind on games because there's no reason as someone who was born in 1990 and was like th- like 12 or 13 playing, like, Sega Genesis games for the first time. Like, that math doesn't really work out. I shouldn't have been playing Genesis games in the early 2000s, probably. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I I grew up on the Genesis for whatever reason, probably because it was more affordable then. So, for me, it's... Uh, I'd have... Uh, probably Sonic 3. Probably Sonic 3 and Knuckles. So, you, you stand firmly against Jeff in his notion that Sonic 3 is for punks. That is an idiot notion for idiots. Like, that game is, like, like as soon, saying as soon as they changed the sprite is when they fucked it up is, is kind of an arbitrary distinction, I think. Like, like that game is mechanically so much more interesting than Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. Also, Sonic 2 seems kind of ugly to me. I can't tell you why. Something about that game's vibe depresses me. It's, I, Did you just hate checkered boxes? I, I love checkered boxes, but something about Sonic 2's whole deal is just, like, feels gross compared to Sonic 1 and 3. I think the music is better in Sonic 2, even with the Michael Jackson connection. Yeah, I, think Sonic, I think Sonic 3 has some of the best video game music ever. Do, Sonic 3 do, and Knuckles. Do, 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 you, want to, do, you want to talk do, about Ice Cap Zone? Because we can talk about Ice Cap Zone. Or we can talk about what's... Where's the knob to turn your... Steve, what's your favorite slash most remembered game from your childhood? I can't figure out what my favorite is right now, given this time. But one that I think that'll that will... That I'll remember for like forever is uh, <laughs> strangely enough is pinball for the NES. Um, I don't know. For I remember playing that game so much when I was really really young, and uh, that just stuck. It just stuck with me. I really like the sound effects in that game, and I even went so far. It's the only game that I bought on the uh, virtual uh, console huh. uh, for for the Wii. Did you have pinball did, on the e-reader? Uh, no, but I probably will look. I'll give you a that. pack of that for your birthday. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that is I don't know for some reason that is that is the one. That, how about that how keeps, old are you? God, I don't know. I like eight or nine or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I like to tell people that I started playing video games when I was one, but the only even remotely true thing about that is that. I would just sit in front of my cousin's Sega Genesis and hit the reset button and watch the Sonic 1 title screen over and over because that was about so the level awesome. of interactivity. He pulled, is that the one where he pulled himself up or is that the one where he's there originally? He's there originally just wiggling his finger. Man, what a... Sonic is weird. It is. Why, why was that? Why was that animation of him wiggling his finger back and forth, looking like a school? Ah, uh, you naughty man playing oh, video games. Look at you, radical. You know what's weird is that I think I should probably have more nostalgia for Commander Keen because I played that when I was younger. But I went back and played that recently, and it's kind of bad. Yeah, and there's. I mean, I think people like Commander Keen a little ironically. Really? Yeah, I mean, there were so many like little Easter eggs and shit that were hidden yeah, in the game. But, like that shit was all dope. But like, I don't, I don't know. I can still play Sonic Three. I can't still play Commander Keen. Goodbye, Galaxy. Commander Keen Four is the yeah. is the big one for me. Um, 
You guys want to keep answering emails or you want to get out? Oh, it's whatever you want. Is I there mean, anything like, else good? Do we need Ben for these? These aren't... Should I... Um, hey, fellas, if each of you could pick an intern other than yourself to get a real job at Whiskey Media, who would it be and for what site? Cody Brown. I think since Ben's not here, we should all just kind of dump him on Anime Vice. Definitely. I'd dump on, I'll, I'll dump on, on, on screened, I think. I really? think he's a really good writer. Yeah, I think that's true. Ben do, is a good fit for screened. I think... Uh, I think he would do really, really good uh, reviews or just editorials for, for screened. I ben think. right I, away struck me, and I, I think he almost self-identifies as this. It's like, you know how in high school there's, like, the movie guy? Yeah. Like, every high school has, like, one or two dudes who are just, like, super-duper into movies. Mm-hmm. That's Ben. That's what Ben is. Yep. There's I mean, always... I wouldn't rule him out for anything else. Not like he's not capable for anything else. Right. He's capable for many, many but things. But let's, you know, also, let's be 100% clear here. I think... Maybe I, or maybe I'm speaking too broadly, but I think if we all had the opportunity to keep working here, but the catch was we had to keep working for Anime Vice, I would do it. And I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I would work here if if I would work for Anime Vice if it meant I could keep working. Yeah, it's it's I it's great completely agree. As a matter of fact, I do work for Anime Vice and keep working here. Like that's, that's right. That's kind of that's kind of my job right now. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to answer that Anime Vice guy's question? Uh, yeah. Well, what was he asking? Speaking of uh, Anime end Vice. the show with a bang. Makoto Mizuhara Sakamoto of Anime Vice here. I was just wondering why, A, y'all just love to dish out on Anime Vice like the 12-year-old gamers on Xbox Live you all act like. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, f- all right. So let's, let's before we move on to the, neck- the second part, let's... let's Should uh, we answer this seriously? Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the th- reason that we dish out on Anime Vice is because it's a poopy fart website. Uh, definitely. Uh, and, I, and I think the people that, <laughs> the thing that people fail to realize about Anime Vice is that it's garbage people who like dumb. It's, if you're a crap idiot <laughs> and you like uh, poop and the smell of stinky, stinky farts... <laughs> and, 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 and be clear, like, like, we're not against dumb idiot morons, no, but no, the by, dumb by idiot no morons on Anime Vice are poopy in the head butts. And if you have a dumb, like, crap butt for a head and a stinky fart for a, a brain, I can see why you would like it, but you're a poop man and you are a stinky and fart. And that's important to mention. Like, you know, we, we hold nothing against people, but only fart poop heads with dumb brains for idiot moms. I want to say butts that... Butts for mouths and a dumb head made out of two different butts. I want to say that two-headed butt butt heads. I, yeah. I'm I'm okay with, with them. Two-headed butt heads. I'm, I'm okay. I think they, they can live alongside. And then me. Uh, second of his question: Why are you allowed for Zombie Pie to have as many questions as he was allowed? If you're going to do that for him, do that for everyone else. Simple as that. I think it's because Zombie Pie knows how to ask. A, knows yeah, there were three super good questions, and also weirdly, he's the only one who's asked two questions other than this dude. Yeah. Um. Also, I'm going to read this. I don't think he wanted me to, but I'm going to read this. Uh, his email has a sig on it. Um, we are not merely tools of the government, ellipses. Gray, gray Fox's last dying words, semicolon, Metal Gear Solid. So, end it with We our, are not merely tools of the government? Yeah. You think he's misquoting, maybe? No. We'll I, I don't know if that's... Does that fit in? I thought the whole point of Metal Gear is that everyone's a tool for the government and they don't know it. Well, it was his dying words, dude. Oh. It's fucking deep. Oh. I'm making that Also, mind. the reason that we hate on anime vice is because a lot of anime is super dumb and not the right kind of dumb and not the sweet kind of dumb. I, I like some anime, though. I like, yeah, I like the bloody cyborg sex anime. Let's That's be clear. I like. Like, I, oh, man. Did you see bloody I, sex cyborg anime? Bloody sex too? cyborg. If there's an anime called bloody sex cyborg, bloody I want Bloody sex it. cyborg. I, I feel like we have to say just because apparently I didn't know that until now, but there are people who don't get this. We are completely kidding yeah. when, we, when we make fun of anime vice. Like, no, there's dumb anime out there, we, but there's dumb video games, dumb right. movies, dumb TV, dumb comic books. Like we, we have no interaction with Anime Vice, so our only interaction is to like spur it off. Right. It's you know we're we're coming into an environment that we don't have a lot of experience in. Mm-hmm. We, there's certainly anime that we like. I like 
most of the Miyazaki films quite a lot. Yeah, quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Wait, when you say mostly, which one? I could watch Spirited Away right now. I I was saying that the other day that Spirited Away is a movie that I'm always in the mood yeah, to watch. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, um, it's an amazing film. How do you feel about Ponyo? Uh, Ponyo has incredible moments in it, but it rushes to the end. Really? It, like the, I feel like the end is crazy rushed. I saw it in theaters with like my two younger brothers, and I think that's the right way to see it. But Definitely. I was still struck by how something was weird about. It. I think it's like the only movie I've ever seen where there's no conflict at any point in the entire movie. No, it's it's it, it it's a lot like Spirited Away in sort of structure. If you think about it, like they start off in a place and then a happenstance in the middle forces them to go on a journey. But it, it's super compacted. All right. Well, uh, we are we're running a little long already. But yeah, uh, we'll, so let's we'll, end we'll, it with uh, farty diaper poop butts for uh, heads. Crap butts. But poop butt. Poop uh, butts for crap heads. You are a dumb idiot. And crap. That's gonna do it, right? Yeah. Hear that song? I guess it means. Good night, children. <laughs>